welcome to Tinfoil Hat in 2021. Let's go deep! Tinfoil Hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. From the fountains of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. Uh, you know who I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. There we go. Joining me once again, sitting in on the show today for one more day, Xavier Guerrero. This is my last day as an intern. Yeah, one yeah. last day as an intern, bro. Right. And on the ones and twos, the man, the myth, the legend, my co-host, <laughs> Johnny Woodard. How are you, Johnny? Nice. Ooh, uh, big, big, weird. Crazy day in uh, <laughs> the United States of America. Yep, yep, our yep, country. Yep, yep. It's uh, definitely a crazy day. Uh, I love how somebody's got a bag on their head. What's what's happening there? Somebody's got a bag on their head. Maybe they don't want to be identified by the cameras. Oh, that's called being smart. I I feel for people, man. I feel for people. There's a lot of people who showed up. A lot of people I love. I'm very excited to talk to people that were there about what's going on. Uh, I love how they put the fucking what they put a cabinet in front of that door. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where the sh- I think that's where the shooting was outside that door. So anybody watch anybody hearing? We were watching the video of the what happened at Capitol Hill. Just a heads up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this will go down in history, and who knows if this kicks off the uh, the Civil War? I, c- I could see it happening. See, I think you know how everyone keeps saying, "Oh, are we going to get in a Civil War?" I think we are in a Civil War. Like it's going to get written down. It started before all this. Oh, shit. I like this. Like when dude. you when the, like when the books get written down, it's not going to say, "Oh, it started in twenty twenty one." No, it started in like ni- in twenty nineteen. Like that's when it started building up. Well, I just feel that like we're at a. I see, dude. I, I'm sorry, man, but seeing politicians scared like that to me is a step in the right direction. Up, what's in bags, Johnny? What, the cameras? What? No, those are uh, those are gas masks. Oh, they got gas. Yeah, oh. they gave because they they they're gonna gas, gas everybody. But well, they 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 deployed tear gas in the rotunda. Is 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 what that was? And I think yeah, you know, dude. I uh, I think it is. Uh, I think we need to have this. I think it's like you got you know mess around. That's why. Like I was like, I have kids, man. I didn't know what was gonna happen. I I, I have a lot of friends who went there, and I'm. Uh, you know, it's kind of crazy, man. And the question is, you know, were these people encouraged to show up and did anything ha- did get delivered? Like there was something that's supposed to happen today. And I feel like it didn't. And you had a bunch of people storm and it like, that's great. But where are we now? Are we anywhere else? And like, Johnny's right. Like. This shit was rigged two years ago. 
But like Johnny said, or I think Johnny was kind of right. It's kind of good that they're kind of scared. This is the first time I've ever seen them scared. I've ever seen that. That happens in other countries. We should do this at once every like. Yeah, couple. I, 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 I when I see somebody get hurt though, then I'm like, what no, I'm, I'm no. I was talking about her. I was talking no, about no, the, I'm, the politicians. I, mean, I'm with you. I think we gotta we there's we gotta remind these politicians that they are they do serve at our whim. You know, I mean, this is the government by the people in the United <laughs> States. But, but I, I don't know if this is the right way to do it. Fuck me. I mean, also, don't you? I mean, there are no you, easy answers. And if you know they're going to storm the place, you want to, I mean, call a couple more securities? A couple more Well, cops first of all, I'm going to tell maybe? you something. If I'm in that building and I see somebody standing with a gun, I'm like, dude, we got to get out of here, dude. We got to get out of here. Like, listen, man, here's my opinion. If it's time to revolt, then it's time to revolt. But it's not time to do it with no, not hanging out. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like you show. Listen, dude, this is not the time to kick it off. You're not there with a gun. Yeah, and like you said, it. If you're at the Capitol Hill and you're inside the building, you better expect to get shot. Yeah, expect chaos. Dude, this looks like this looks like Mexico type shit, dude. But you know what, man? Here's the thing about America, and why we've had so good, and why I always felt people set up shop here for the longest time. Stability, dude. Stability. And now we're going to become like the rest of the world, where like chaos breaks out all the time. We've had it too good for too long, and it's time. There goes National Guard pulling up. And like, so what? They're there. The National Guard is there. Isn't it crazy? We're paying for everybody's salary with our tax dollars, and they're there to crush skulls of the taxpayers to protect the scumbags. See, that's what I'm talking about. All this shit is allowed because these people are taking checks. And it's like, uh, dude, you watch Star Trek? Uh, Star Wars? Anybody watch a Mandalorian? What happens to the stormtroopers? They all get shot. Okay, we're not shooting our stormtroopers. What? We're not shooting the stormtroopers. No stormtroopers. No, no. But it's like Trump says come down. The six. What does he do? Now he tells you go home? 6 p.m. curfew. I just feel for people because everybody thought today, and I'm sure there, there's going to be some wonderful stories about feeling love and happiness and unity. But like, what came of it? The most. And it's like, we heard that they were going to have agent provocateurs. And we're starting to see pictures like, this guy's at a BLM rally. This guy, you know, and it's just like, okay, dude. Or it's, they say they found an explosive. Did they? Well, no, that's what they... I, thought, I can't they believe have. that narrative didn't come out before this to keep everyone away. I don't... I think they were taken by surprise. So what the... Uh, the president was speaking in the ellipse, I think, and, and this is where the protest was, and then he, he said, all right, and we need to, you know, <laughs> protest at the Capitol, and uh, people went over there and protested. Um, and I think it just got. Dude, why, what's the guy from the Black Eyed Peas doing right now? <laughs> He's game big. That is the worst is break dancing I've ever seen. So, by the way, what he, Sam is talking about the guy who's doing uh, the the uh, sign language sign language for. Yeah, he, he's he's really into it. Yeah, he's really into it. It's just unbelievable. I, I just I, I just think it's super sad because even though Johnny looks like he's gonna about to walk home with some cash. I think Johnny would even understand 
that there was giant fucking rigging going on. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Johnny would understand. That was what Johnny said was going to happen when he picked that Biden was going to win two years ago. And he said that that was my whole take from the beginning, if you remember, that it was rigged. Okay. But you know how crazy it is right now? And we say the right can take a fucking L way better than the, than the left. Imagine if, the le- if Trump would have won right now. Yeah, I mean, like, How crazy do you think it would the be right toxicity now? on Twitter right now with these blue checkmark idiots. Well, I'm I, as a blue checkmark idiot, You're I'm getting idiot. crushed right now by these the, the like BLM supporters. <laughs> They're killing me because I I thought that the police work was okay. You know, them not escalating and not because if they dude, they were so overwhelmed at the Capitol. If they tried to use violence there, like outside the Capitol, they'd have been crushed. I mean, it, it, it really is unbelievable to me how like. <laughs> You got these blue check mark going, this is violence. It's like you were totally fine. I have friends of mine who are on this fucking block that this fuck my studio's at. Fucking, fucking business is up in the name of BLM. And now they're like, dude, there's no need for violence. I don't know, man. I'm I, I like I, I'm putting too much energy into it right now, to be honest with you, dude. I'm just putting too much energy into it. And I kind of don't want to. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, these fucking cops. They, dude, they sent cops down. They sent fucking cops down. Yeah, they sent fucking cops down to fucking cause chaos. You know. I mean, I, all I see is no one wearing a mask. Though, I'll tell you that much. A lot of not mask wearing going on there. Uh this is not in the feed, this video, by the way. Oh. It's just all oh, fucking not- chaos, man. So Trump has everybody come down, do this thing. All these people showed up because they care. And and just the left and these blue checkmark idiots. Just all, like, just in denial of what happened. I mean, like, I just, you know, a lot of my friends are, who are super liberal right now, they're too young to remember the 2000 election and, like, what happened there. And, like, how it was so obvious that even though Al Gore was uh, is a part of that Bush clan, it was so obvious that they rigged it for Bush and the feelings that the Democrats had that day. And now, because these kids are too young to remember that, they're gleefully celebrating that fucking Joe Biden and Camilla Harris who represent everything wrong with this country. And we can sit there and talk about Trump all you want. I'm fine with it. You know, you want to sit down and talk about Trump? Let's talk about Trump. He's a Zionist, right? He gave money to Azerbaijan that they turned around and bought all these weapons from Israel to use on Ar- Armenia. All this shit, dude. You know, it's just like here, here, here we are, man. We 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 have allowed the 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 our politicians to sell us out. Oh, but they did it to Bernie too. The left doesn't care. They'll take down for whoever. Totally they did right. it to Bernie. They, they did care. it to. They fucking... did it to. Do they? The Republicans did it to Ron Paul. Yeah, mm-hmm. twice. You're totally right, dude. You're totally right, man. So, you know, I've been pretty accurate on this thing, but it's not looking good for the Cape Crusaders right now. 
The only one happy here. We're well, not happy, but money's pockets no, are full as Johnny Woodard. Yeah. What? I'm not happy about this at all. Uh, this is a really sad full. day for the country. I guess you think that uh, I guess it's better to be happy with cash than unhappy with no cash. Well, it's better to be unhappy with cash than unhappy without cash. Are you yeah. still, yeah. you're, you're, you're still taking it, takers, right? In case any dumbass wants yeah, to uh, yeah, yeah, still yeah, yeah, give Johnny yeah. his money, he's still in, taking yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah, you yeah, come down, I mean... I'm, what I, is I'm a, what a, is Pence's legacy from here? Well, Pence is trying a to preserve traitor? his legacy as like, preserve his political career. Is what's happening? I, he's done. He's a traitor. He's Everyone done. A traitor. He's done. It's impossible. But what does Trump do from here? That's the interesting question. His channel. Me. But what does, does, does he stay in politics? Because he's already talking about campaigning against the Georgia Secretary of State. <laughs> like, can you imagine if Trump just pops up in these local elections to to do rallies, these massive rallies, and crush people? Like, he could theoretically have more influence, even just that way, just going around the country. Uh, That's true. look at this. Like Look how many people are there. Holy it's, shit! It's wild. Holy shit! What are you looking at? Can you airdrop that to John? Is, is that you? What does that sound? Like? Yeah, that was for oh, me. Oh. Look at how many people were there. Oh, it's wild. Yeah. They don't let you see that. Yeah, that it looks. It did not, Johnny. You did not show anything like that. Here, Johnny, see if I can. Well, no, I'm that's like, CNN trying to make it look big, and then Fox News is trying to make it look like it's not that. It's funny because. Well, just like remember for the, when when show. Trump went the first time, it made it seem like there was no one there. When he got uh, inaugurated in. in it looked like it was an empty Look ass at the fucking size memorial. of that crowd. There's not a million years Joe Biden could ever fucking ever get that many people. And it's just like, you guys just suck. You guys just suck. You guys are just so desperate to fucking get the mean guy out because you watch your fucking news. I mean, you couldn't give a fuck about China because you're fucking worried about your fucking development deal. You know who's stoked about this? China. China's glad to watch us fucking having a shit show over here. It's really unbelievable. I'm so happy I'm just done with politics, dude. Listen to the dumb fucks. Just listening to the stupid... He's fucking retard. I mean, I, I I wish I could talk right now. I wish I could be fun. I just, it's it's just so. I mean, like I get Trump. I get Trump. It's like this weird thing, and see if you guys can understand me. I get that Trump is a puppet, but what Trump talked about, I agreed with nationalism, getting the CCP out, getting rid of these satanic pedophiles. What that movement was is what I I I agree with. And we just have some fucking idiots out there that just can't, you know, and like in the last days, we saw what we always knew. Like Trump wasn't one of these Republicans. They all fucking turned on him. And who knows if five years from now we see all these people with Trump at a fucking, you know, birthday party. (laughs) Yeah, you're saying, I mean, I think a lot of a lot of hundreds of Republicans, you know, were planning until this happened to stand up and, and, you know. Uh, object to certification today or you know whatever it's called uh but there's just no mechanism in the constitution right now for 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 them to i mean what could they do these republicans i don't know i just i'm embarrassed Sam, has there ever been a curfew before this oh i mean COVID we had we, i mean we had a curfew no before covid, oh, before COVID and all COVID. that yeah I'm yeah yeah you. like ferguson had a curfew uh when yeah there's curfews all the time when she gets i just emailed you that me yeah 
Oh, just you're going to put it in the feed, so maybe I don't know, man. Well, I'm just like what? super sad. Sad day. Shows. Um, let me see. Do you know that most Americans don't believe that this was this election was? Yeah, because yeah. they. So that yeah. means that they don't believe in the. And we're not even talking about what happened in Georgia last night. We're, I mean, oh, the, the yeah, Democrats are going to the Democrats are going to have the Senate now. That's it. Yeah, I mean, once again, Johnny, the Dominion voting. Machine the, stop. Oh, the one you can go online and and have Wi-Fi and uh, yeah. connect to the internet. With? Yeah. Oh wow, so it can get hacked. Actually, I need to send this to you. Actually, yeah, go for it. I'm gonna send it to you, Johnny. Guys, check out uh, the Patreons. We got Patreon.com/slash TimFullHat, uh, Patreon.com/slash Brian Callen, and uh, yeah, dude, my Rockfin is on fire. Rockfin.com/slash uh, Zero is my spiritual podcast, and supposedly Johnny and I are going to be doing a show on there called uh, The Greatest of All Time. Yes. Sounds so, like a sports show. It is. There we go. Are you going to be with me on Friday? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be smoking for you. I'm doing Be Real show. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah, the it's Dr. Fun. Green Thumb. I'm going to be smoking for him. I'm a Dr. Green Thumb. Yep. Oh, and they go live uh, Fridays from 2 to 4, and they do super chats. So if you ever want to ask Sam a question for 5 bucks, you can ask him whatever ask you want. Ask him for 5 bucks, you fucks. 5 bucks. Yeah, so that's going on. New t-shirts are up. Trumpzilla t-shirts are up. You know, grab those while you can. It's a limited edition. Go oh, to tinfoilhattshirts.com. Oh, it's a great one. I hadn't seen it. Have you seen it, Johnny? No. Dude, check this out. Trumpzilla shirts. It's just... Huh? <laughs> I don't know who to... I, I'm, either you piss people off or they're going to laugh at you. <laughs> That's great. It's One great. guy said it was dank, which means it's shit. And I'm like, who cares? What, what dank? dank? No, no dank, dank is, is good. good. That's like You're, pot, dude. Yeah. Dank, dank weed. That's yeah, that's some good dank weed. is yeah. good? Yeah. Dank is good. Yeah. Hold on. Is dank good? Dank is good. Dank is real good. Like, if someone says you got the dank weed... I looked it up. I'm like, weed. is dank good or is dank well, bad? No, n- yeah, there's a form of... But when, when most people say dank, they mean it's like dope. Was that my senior's moment right there? stinky, stinky weed, you know? Yeah. That you got the good good. Hold on, dank. is dank good or dank bad? Great cannabis potent smell. That's from Urban Dictionary. Okay, all right. I owe this dude an apology. The dankiest. When limited, the dank, when limited, limited edition. That means we're only making thirty three. Some Freemason shit. Oh come on, dude. <laughs> Rude, bro. Rude. But go to tinfoilhattshirts.com. Uh, grab your t-shirts if you want mugs. Go to uh, hats and uh, socks. Go to tinfoilhat. Swag.com. Yes, that will all be on samtriply.com. That website's supposed to be done very soon. A lot of you guys are asking, uh, when is uh, the YouTube going to be up? And that's a great question. So we here on the show have been debating and talking about this a lot. And we have decided we're going to be putting up, what what do we call it? Sneak previews or? Swarm what, hits. What? Swarm hits. Swarm hits. What? Do you, well, Johnny, what is it? Like uh I can't remember. What highlights. We decided. Highlight. No, yeah. it's not highlights, but chunks, right? Like, yeah, like a select, a select portion, excerpt. Maybe like 30, 40 minutes, and you could watch the whole thing on uh, wherever we decide to put it. I think it's going to be on samtriplee.com or uh, a multiple of other multitude of other places. But um, yeah, see, the thing is, it's like you got to be on YouTube because that's where a lot of. Uh, well, here's the thing: there's a lot of shit in YouTube. Okay. Ah. Uh, there's a lot of traffic on YouTube, but I think YouTube is taking a big hit 
on traffic as well because Johnny, did you hear about that? I don't know if you know about this, but uh, Gmail is thinking about starting to charge. Like for YouTube? What do you mean? Like no, starting account? to charge for your Gmail account. Oh, wow. Because they're losing revenue because they're not hitting their view numbers anymore. What? They're just going to say, like, what? You're out of storage, so pay $2. Yeah. They already yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. But they're going to start doing that on the regular now because they're not getting their view numbers, so their ad numbers aren't up. Which is what I've been trying to tell everybody about this Joe Biden bullshit with everybody's like, hey, dude. You know, it's like, dude, people hate Trump. That's why so many people vote for him. That narrative didn't show up anywhere else in fucking time. We live in crazy times. times. We live in crazy times. What else we talk about? Oh, a couple podcast alerts. Uh, Check out the Union of the Unwanted. It is wonderful. The Union of the Unwanted is amazing. Uh, it is a it is a like a, a, a rock band super group. All your favorite podcasters, researchers, come on. We talk whatever topics today. We've had UFOs. Uh, we've had vaccine discussions. We're uh, we're doing cryptid soon. So uh, we'll begin to Bitcoin, Julian Assange, the occult, all that stuff. We're, it, it's it's really is an amazing thing. And then new podcast alert. Uh, new podcast alert. The new podcast, Cash Daddies, is uh, being recorded tomorrow, and it will be up and rocking, Cash Daddies, and it is a, a comedy financial investment show. It's entertainment. It is not actually there for you to, um, you know, you should listen and then do research, and if you, you get some of that fucking, whether you're a blue-collar person uh, you know, got nine to five or you're living check to check or you one of these internet rich people like this guy getting super chats on. We don't <laughs> smoke the same. How do you take that super chat money and put it into something? Invest it. Bitcoin, gold, you name it, dude. That's what that's what the uh, cash daddies is going to be about. And that will be available I'm, for free. I'm kind of excited for that T-shirts that uh the t-shirt game on the cash daddies i am too dude oh dude uh, i'm hoping we get some only only fans people <laughs> thanking us oh they need to know what to do with their money those yep. chicks have no idea what to someone do. someone needs to help money. them and that's they what need, the show yeah. is cash daddy because I, I make money on my premium content and i gotta be able to figure out how to invest it right i'm trying to catch up with my with like i went for decades without making money i need to catch up so uh did i miss anything guys Nope. Sorry today. Uh, the uh, listen, dude. This podcast that we just did, I thought was great. It was with uh, uh, Miguel Connor. We're talking at Braxis, the Chicken Snake God. It's a fucking great conversation. Sorry, the opening was a little, a uh, little too sad, man. I'm kind of sad for today. I'm kind of sad. It's not about losing the money, but it's really just sad that like we've allowed traders to take over everything, and it's so blatant now. And they're just fucking scumbag traders. And we have, so we have traders and rich kids who are fucking gleefully watching everything burn. And I'm kind of sad about that. But outside of that, man, this, this episode, I think, will answer a couple questions. Don't let them steal your louche. So please enjoy this show. We're talking at breakfast, the chicken snake god. Enjoy 
the show. All right, guys, I want to tell you about our new sponsor, Helix Sleep. That's right, dude. Helix Sleep, man. I'm super excited about it. Uh, I, I don't know about you guys, man, but, you know, in these crazy times, sometimes the only thing we got for sure is a good bed. And I don't know if you've had a bad bed. Anyone had a bad bed here? Oh, I have, dude. Yeah, before I got my Helix mattress, uh, my girlfriend's bed had a giant dent in the middle of it, and we would just just roll toward the center. Oh, she probably loved that. She's like, oh, why? It's gone now. No, she was. But, you know, I bet she got that Helix and was like, damn, dog, this is heaven, dude. Uh, I'm very excited, man. Well, I have a Helix bed, and it is amazing. Now, what you do is you go on Helix. Uh, what is it? He- oh, fuck. HelixSleep.com. Yeah, yep. Helix There's a two-minute quiz there that you can take. It'll match you to the perfect mattress. And, dude, and it's so easy to set up. It's so easy to set up. It comes, boom, roll it out, bam, lay down. How do down. they fit such a mattress in a box like that? Too, How do they do that? I don't know. You saw it. It just Sam? shows up. Did you, you saw it. How, how crazy was it? It's, dude. It's it's like you're yeah. like this is what is this a whole. You know that reminds me of. Remember those things you would put water on and they would like expand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah and it's real it's like, nice. Yeah. Boom. So like I was sleeping on like an 18 year old or almost 20 year old bed, and they and my brother looked at it. It said it expired in 2010. <laughs> I didn't know beds expire. Yeah, they expire. And that one expired. And dude, so my brother saw, he came over and he saw it was there. And he's like, dude, we're going to put this bed together. I'm like, okay, bam, we put it together. I feel like a million dollars, okay? Everybody's unique and Helix knows that. So they have a, a, a several different mattress models to choose from, okay? They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattresses get are great for cooling you down if you want, if you sleep hot and and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size folks, okay? Big old people, like the ladies with the big old biddies, okay? They need a they need a nice mattress. Helix takes care of you. Okay? I just did I just did the quiz. I got the midnight. You got the midnight, midnight. dude? Yep. You look the, like a midnight yeah. dog. I'm like, dude, if I had to pick an XG one, it's the midnight dude. Yep. If you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz and you order the mattress and you have the, that you match to, and the mattress comes right to your door, ship for free. You don't ever need to go out and get a, to a mattress store again. Helix is awesome, but you don't need to take my word for it. You, you don't have to. Trust me, man. Helix has been awarded is the has been awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired magazine. Okay, go to helixsleep.com/tinfoil. Take their two minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Okay, all right. Again, go, Helix is offering two hundred dollars off all mattress orders, and two free pillows for our listeners at helix.com slash tinfoil. Get that sleep action, dog. Get that sleep action. Okay, man. Here we are. Let's get into it. Uh, Welcome back, returning champion to the show. Uh, He is my vote to replace Al Trebek on uh, Jeopardy. Uh, He is smooth. He is calm. Uh, and he has changed all of our lives. I know he's touched my life, not in a bad way, in a really good way. Uh, he's the one who told us all about uh, uh, shape-shifting Jesus. Please welcome back to the show one of my favorites, one of the best, the best, Miguel Connor. How are you, brother? 
I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back on. So Glad to be here. Well, it's an honor and privilege. You definitely made a run for uh, the Mount Rushmore of Tim Hat in 2020. You are in the discussion for sure. And uh, we're super glad to have you back. For those who didn't hear you the first time, can you tell us a little bit about your pe- podcast and your website? Yeah. Uh, again, my name's Miguel Connor, and I am an out- oh wait meetings. one in a while. I'm a recovering human, but yeah, my uh, I am the host of Aeon Bite Gnostic Radio, uh, a weekly podcast on Gnosticism, Hermeticism, and all satellite topics. And for more information, including books, the podcasts, articles, videos. Uh, the, it's actually the website, thegodabovegod.com. Man, gotta be honest with you, dude. Last time you were on, it really changed my uh, perspective in a lot of stuff. I went out and bought the uh, Agnostic Bible. I bought well, all that. I haven't read it yet, but do have it sitting there, uh, ready, ready to read as soon as I can muster up the attention span and uh, get into it. Uh, and then, obviously... Uh, what everybody talks about is uh, the, the the truth bomb you dropped on us about shape-shifting Jesus. And then, I hope I'm not being disrespectful when I refer to him as the chicken snake god uh, at Brexit, okay? <laughs> you know, I've done whole episodes on chicken snake god, and some people get it, some people don't. But, I mean, uh, I just love it. You know, my favorite shape that Jesus formed was uh, fire truck. That was my favorite one. <laughs> So, I mean, so many different things, so much growth. Where do you want to start? Because have I given too much credit to a Brexit, the chicken snake god? Like, did he send down shape-shifting Jesus to battle the Archons because they were banging our chicks? Was I right on that? Or am I, am I putting out some misinformation? No, you're right, but you're also wrong because there's oh. so much mystery around Abraxas. I think I, uh, there's an individual, a chaos magician named Steve D. He wrote a book called The Craft of Chaos. He was on my show. And in his book, he calls Baphomet an unfinished god. And I asked him, well, do you think Abraxas would be an unfinished god? And he said, yes. In fact, and, and Pete Carroll, one of the founding fathers of chaos magic, said that Baphomet came in first place, but Abraxas was in second place. And they're very similar uh, deities, but uh, I think unfinished is a good term because these are gods or intelligences that appear mysteriously throughout time with the Knights Templar, with the Gnostics, with occultists, but there's not much about there, and they're very intriguing, and they somehow catch the imagination of seekers, and it's almost like we're discovering them or we're creating them together. Uh, I think us 21st century mystics or seekers know that the days of somebody saying, you know, God is a white dude with a beard or a naked hot chick on a seashell are over, that that reality is interactive. And depending on our cultural ideas and our background, these gods are created or known through each one of us personally and individually uh, very much like Neil Gaiman in American Gods, almost like we give them power and image. And uh, Abraxas and Baphomet are those two gods because they are very uh, mysterious, they're eclectic, and they're definitely <laughs> intense gods of uh, magic and mysticism in the occult. What do you mean by unfinished? We don't know much about them. Again, uh, 
when you look at Abraxas or Baphomet, there's really that not much that appears in history. There's hints and allegations, like we know that uh, the Knights Templar had a seal of Abraxas. We have writings of the church fathers about Abraxas. He appears in like Crowley's Mass, but there's not there's not like a giant manual of Abraxas. Carl Jung had a vision of Abraxas, which he based a lot of his stories on or his psychological insights. Uh, but we don't have like an A to Z like we would with Yahweh or Zeus or Allah. It's almost, it's scattered and it's almost like w- these gods get more and more interesting or there's more interest. So we're discovering new things and who knows where they might appear or not appear. Abraxas appears in Harry Potter, the name he appears in, uh, uh, Herman Hesse. He's, he appears in, uh, but the midnight gospel. So there's, again, he's almost unfinished. We haven't seen what he is in full, even though he really catches our attention and we may never, he's always going to be, uh, yeah, a very mysterious and personal god. Uh, why do we think we know? We seem to see more of a presence of Moloch than Abraxas, the chicken snake god. Ah, uh, well, I think Moloch is definitely very hidden. I mean, I, I contend that the elite and many somehow still worship Moloch in one way or another. But I think Moloch really got. Uh, there was really a campaign with uh, the Hebrews and the Christians and even the pagans to try and erase him because they found him so distasteful because of the children's sacrifice. I mean, one of the reasons uh, the Romans hated Carthage so much is because of their uh, allegiance to Moloch. And the Romans were many things, many not good things, but one thing they really hated was child uh, was a child sacrifice or any sort of uh, child's sexualization so Moloch is definitely uh because being such a a well not you say a dark a, a god that demanded children's blood he's there's really been a strong campaign by many religions to wipe him out do you think that there was somebody who was like didn't want to come out of the closet and be like hey dude I, I just I'm not really into this blood just kid blood shit and I I don't want to say anything because I don't want to get stoned to death, but, like, it's not cool, right? Am I wrong? I mean, don't tell anybody about that. I mean, we're just talking here. I'm going to deny it if you bring it up to anybody at, like, school, but this shit sucks, right? I mean, I can't believe, like, there was a group of people like, hey, dude, just so you know, we're not cool with the the child sacrifice stuff. Now, does the child sacrifice stuff come from... Uh, the Saturn worship and and uh, Kronos is that is that yeah what from it's a- different gods different religions I mean I would say it's not just the cult of Moloch but uh, they have found children remains and shaman caves and other and uh, other religions across the world and Hinduism others so it's at some point in history well I don't think it's ended I think. Uh, they realized that the gods or uh, really craved uh, child blood or tri- child souls because obviously child soul is so close to the source. It has so much power. And uh, I personally think that stuff probably still goes on today in some form or another. I mean, it's, uh, it's amazing how children are treated and uh, sort of ritualistic uh, ways, they're, dark ways they're treated even today with pedophilia and other things. I mean, uh, but um, as time went on, at least the uh, ma- the major religions uh, try to wipe this out and uh, reform themselves, if you would, especially sacrifice, child sacrifice, and so forth. 
Uh, you know, I know like from last time I was talking to Mark on the ride over and, you know, we had talked about how your wife was in the cube and you're not in the queue, which is fine. But, you know, there's been a lot of pushing out in particular this one lawyer talking about, um, you know, that blackmail is being used to, uh, these very high ups in, in, the uh, in, in politics and business, child sacrifice, uh, you know, sexual assault and murder. Uh, what are your thoughts on that whole narrative? Oh, it's a, it's, it's pretty closer to the truth that we'd like to admit. I mean, as, uh, James true wrote in his book, uh, uh, the technology of belief, uh, blackmail is how psychopaths keep each other in line. I mean, uh, if uh, I have, for some coincidence, I was uh, thumbing through Chris Hayes' Twilight of the Elites, and uh, there is a problem. Once you get to be that powerful as a king or a senator or somebody like that, uh, you start getting into some dark stuff. I mean, as I've said before, millionaires don't practice astrology. Billionaires practice astrology. They find out that the magic works, and these dark rituals cements their power and gets them that rush of uh, taking the resources or gaining immortality or extending their lives. I mean, again, this is not something I came up with. I mean, obviously, if you've taught Chris Knowles and people like Jason Horsley, Alex Akiris have written and uh, had plenty of content out on this subject. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, once they get up into these power, into this high level, they really start losing their humanity as they attempt to become godlike. Let me tell you about our friends at Lucy.co. That's right. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Okay. It's 2020. So get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape and throw out your dip and get some Lucy nicotine gun and launch this, okay? This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has its own delivery down, okay? Tinfoil Hat listeners, go to lucy.co and use the promo code TINFOIL, okay, to get 20% off all the products, including gum and lozenges, Okay, lozenges, okay? Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, the product contains nicotine derived from tobacco, okay? Nicotine is an addictive chemical, all right? Lucy.co, and be sure to use the promo code TINFOIL, okay? If if you're looking for different flavors, they got it all, okay? Four milligrams of nicotine that come in three different flavors, all right? Wintergreen, cinnamon, I'm pomegranate. All right. Lucy has also has longitudes with four milligrams of nicotine in cherry ice flavor. Okay. Each of these flavors tastes great and it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere on a flight, at work, or on the go. Or if you're just in the gym. Okay. That's how simple it is. Okay. So once again, go to Lucy. Daco, L-U-C-Y, Daco, and use the promo code TINFOIL to get 20% off all products, including gums and lounges. Okay? That's Lucy.co, promo code TINFOILHAT. Enjoy the show. 
Uh, and if this question is uncomfortable, you don't have to answer it. But, you know, like I consistently get called a gay Jew shill by uh, everybody who uh, is upset with the success of this show. Uh, I, I am neither uh, a shill nor am I a Jew. Uh, but so my whole point on this is that um, I because I refuse to say that Jews run the world. Right. I, 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 I believe their middle management, right? Because we think about this like where they are. Because all these people who everybody says are like uh, uh, Jew world order, right? Uh, if you actually watch them, they give out the symbolism of Moloch, uh, of Saturn worship, and all that stuff. And I always say that, you know, that... that Though the, you know the, the Q was uh, would always say the symbolism is going to be their downfall, regardless of whether you believe it or not. But let's just take that little thought right there. Like that to me is a window into who they really are. That they use they use these three religions: Christianity. It will throw Catholicism in there at a lower level, uh, Islam and Judaism to walk amongst us, right? Because you couldn't go to fucking Jamba Juice and be like, "Hey, are you the guy who sacrificed children?" I don't, that's at the office. It's my day off. I don't want to talk about that. Right. So you, you don't really get into that, but, but that's how they let each other know all this kind of crazy stuff. Right. I mean, your thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, symbolism is the magic they, they definitely used against us again. uh, Going back to uh, Chris Hayes and his book, the twilight of the elite. That's not a Jew problem or a Muslim. It's it's an elite problem. You don't think, uh, for example, the higher-ups in Islam, the sheikhs, uh, they're following the Quran? No, they're, they're drinking Johnny Walker Black and driving Maseratis and having sex with uh, strippers. Uh, same with all others, uh, Catholic, Protestant, whether it's the, the Rothschilds or the Rockefellers. Uh, those at the top want to take all the resources. They want to be immortal. And they will use any means they can to keep it. And like you said, the the religion is completely incidental or their race or all that. This is a... This is a, an elite versus uh, the common man, and it's been that way for thousands of years. There was a time when the priest and the king wanted to keep more of the, the meat sacrifice or the land for themselves and screw the rest of the population. So this has been going on, and I don't know if it's a uh, – I hope it's not a feature of being human. I hope it's a glitch. I think we can be better than that. I would like to hope, but this has been going on forever, and it's all in the symbolism. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about is you look at the – symbol for uh, Starbucks. You think it's it's a siren. Most people think it's a siren. But when you look at her, you go, wait a second. She. It seems like it's almost like two snakes that she has. That she has two legs. And as some have, as some have pointed out, this is uh, very much like the Persian Gorgons, like Medusa, these goddesses like Anahita or Satana, who are these female fierce war goddesses who had serpent legs. And this sort of symbol went uh, evolved into beings like a Typhon in uh, Greek and uh, obviously Abraxas in the Gnostic system. So I would not be surprised that whoever thought of the symbol of Starbucks was actually drawing upon the power of these uh, gorgons or ancient serpent gods and goddesses. Damn, dude. Damn. Starbucks is Medusa, dude. Wake up. (laughs) Wake up, bro. Damn. Look at those legs. 
Look at those legs, man. It is just very interesting. So, you know, it's like I'll occasionally like to go on a website called uh, Crazy Days and Nights. If you, in case you haven't heard, it's supposedly uh, run by a guy. And it, it, it's like <laughs> the cue of Hollywood gossip, right? It's supposed to be insider information. And uh, one thing they put out was uh, Maria Abravovich, right? Is that how you pronounce her last name? Yeah, that creepy bitch, right? Is that what her name is? Can you hear him? Because I didn't hear him in my headphones. Marina Abramovich. Yeah, Marina Abramovich. Um, that she had been hired because they wanted to run an experiment in Europe to see if she could spread her teachings to all of these elites and see to see how it would resonate and would it just uh, gain traction and supposedly huge success because... All you have to do, you, you want to talk, dude? You're good, you're good. No, okay. So all you have to do is tell a bunch of uh, really power-hungry, real money-hungry people that if you do this, you're going to have more power and you're going to have more money. And live longer. And live longer. Mm-hmm. And live longer. Which kind of gets into something else I want to talk to you about. And I, I want to get back into uh, uh uh, uh, Braxis, the chicken. Is he the top dog, or do we? Is there anyone above ch- Chicken Snake Guy? <laughs> well, I don't think there is. Uh, in ancient times, Abraxas was actually the first time we hear about him in histories in the second century from the Gnostic sage Basilides from Alexandria. The problem is we don't have any of his original writings. We have just what the certain church fathers, Christian church fathers, wrote about him. And uh, he has, a, and some of them seem contradictory on who Abraxas is. Uh, one church father says that he is actually the ultimate archon. He's the king of the archon. Oh, so Another he's a bad guy? When no. one church father, but Whoa. then the other church father says, no, he is the, the first thought of the universe. So there's contradictions. What we do know is that in, in the cosmology of facilities, you had... Uh, think of the ultimate video game. You had 365 dimensions. There we and go. We live in the bottom dimension. We are the shit. We are in the oh. cellar. 365 dimensions ruled by the Jewish God Jehovah. Abraxas was at the top of the 365 dimensions ruling over all of reality. So imagine you have to go through 365 bosses just to get to Abraxas. Dude, that video game would be crazy, right? Damn. Right? Imagine CGI with the snake legs and the, the hawk <laughs> okay. head and the whip. Someone's so, working on that cartoon already. So, so are, we're, we're the lowest level. I was under the impression that we were the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. But you're saying that there's a belief that we are, we're the basement. Yeah, according to facilities, I think you're, yeah, I think you reference like the church father origin, and even some other Gnostics said, yeah, we're, we're actually the highest plane of hell. So it's kind of like uh, six of, you know, half a dozen, six of one, you know, lowest shithole in the material world or highest hell. Not that bad. This is the world we live in, right? I mean, there's got to be, there's worse. There's I mean, it's worse. ain't that bad. Yeah, there's got to be worse because it isn't that bad. Depends on where you are, I guess, in this world. And some, there's a dimension true, where this Johnny, show is the Joe Rogan of that fucking Joe Rogan uh, experience <laughs> of, uh, of that <laughs> dimension. 
and I'm just jacked on HGH, and I'm just like, you, chicken snake God! And you, I'm just yelling about you pr- it. You pronounce everybody's name right. Yeah, I get everybody's name you. right. I know uh, Miguel's, Miguel's, uh, I can totally pronounce his fucking uh, his podcast. That's so funny, dude. It's not Bitcoin, it's Samcoin. That's what it's called in that dimension. Um, Wow, dude, that's kind of fucking crazy. And then, yeah, and he does appear in the Nag Hammadi Library, the Gnostic Gospels, and uh, called the Gospel of the Egyptian or the Book of the Great Invisible Spirit. But in this one, he has a different, uh, a different role. And it should be said that his name is correctly is probably Abra Sax. Abra Sax, that's even better, dude. That sounds like up one of the Greek words, so we get Abraxas, but it should be Abra Sax, and Abra-sax. he's actually. Uh, he started out as an archon, and he redeems himself, and he goes to the eighth heaven. So he, Sophia, and this other aeon or god called Power guard the entranceway between the material world and the pleroma, what the Gnostics call heaven. So that's how he's portrayed in the Nag Hammadi. And then you've got all these uh, magical papyri, with all these stories of Abraxas, he appears in a ton of gems with different gods like Mithra, Zeus, uh, uh, the Archangel Michael. But like in one magical papyri called the Eighth Book of Moses, he is the creator of the world. And it's fascinating because you know how he creates a, He becomes self-aware and he laughs reality into being he laughs and suddenly there's the stars he laughs and suddenly uh the waters and the earth part he laughs and suddenly there's a human soul and he just starts laughing you know basically very gnostic because he, he thinks oh my god i'm what conscious when he, what when he farts, huh? dude yeah, uh, what if abraxas or abraxaxis okay <laughs> is like gallagher dude he's just smashing through and he's like i'm mad as hell and then boom there were the oceans hi man what's up What's up with Reagan? Bam! And then all of a sudden, there's stars, dog. That'd be the great. Chicken snake got smashing fruit is the greatest thing ever. That's a religion. <laughs> That's a religion right there. That'd be awesome, dude. That would be awesome. Man, yes. that's crazy. I love it. I and just it says that he knows the language of the baboons. Now you mean going? Well, what the hell I want to know the, the language of the baboons. The baboons? Oh, Do they have a Rosetta time? Stone for that? Well, you can you can learn Armenian, Spanish, or the language of the baboons. I would love that. <laughs> I know. Before we get, do you also have to think that in ancient Egypt, because some have said he is an originally an Egyptian god that uh, the Gnostics uh, basically uh, supported, but uh, in in, the, in Egypt, uh, the god Thoth, the bringer of wisdom and reason to the universe, he's, we think of him as having an ibis head, but he's also depicted with a baboon head. For some reason, the Egyptians saw baboons as bringers of wisdom and reason. Man, what if all of our highest entities, the highest levels of just enlightenment, all have baboon asses, like pink baboon asses, right? You're like, I'm the perfect guy, and then they turn around, and they're just baboon ass just kind of shakes. They're so weird, aren't they? Baboon's got weird ass. I mean, we got weird asses, too. I don't know if you watch hot black chicks fighting on Instagram. They got great black. Anyways, so the point is, dude, I love this so much, dude. It's like such... You must talk to the most interesting people, dude. And, like, what part of this have you experienced, Miguel? Like, 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 faith to me is like knowing something, but 
not being able to explain it fully, right? Like, like I just know it is, you know. Uh, trust, trust. Uh, you, 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 you swim in such incredibly deep, wonderful waters. Do you ever go like, man, I, I want to meet Chicken Snake Guy, dude? You know, like, you, like, are you ever? I have though. I have though. Whoa. Um, Here's a story. Yeah, you're you're 100% right. It's great to talk about it. And I believe that studying and reading can bring you expanded consciousness or mystical. I mean, we've all read a book, a nonfiction or a fiction book, and you could feel if it really strikes a reality change. You finish this book and you're like, man, I am not the same person. Reality is a little bit different. But I would say, and as the Gnostics were ecstatic, shamanistic uh, groups, regardless of high, highly philosophical they were, you have to have an experience. And there was, uh, when I first started this show and I was studying Gnosticism, I was reading Philip K. Dick, Dick the Nag Hammadi Library, I was watching like Donnie Darko, I was really trying to immerse myself. I'd also read Carl Jung's Seven Sermons of the Dead, and that's his uh, mystical experience where he met Abraxas, and they say that all of Carl Jung's uh, theories and work comes from his Seven Sermons of the Dead and the Red Book that came after, or during, and the Black Books. But I went to Portugal, and my 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 uncle had become the priest of the Santo Daime Church, which is a Amazonian group, Christian, uh, pagan hybrid that uses ayahuasca. And I started doing ayahuasca like every other day when I was there. It was rituals, hours, uh, you, you know, it was very, again, ritualistic, disciplined. And there was one time I left my body and I was floating out into the universe and I went so far, I saw this, uh, it was almost like this eternal darkness with tentacles all around it, and I was terrified of it. I said, this is beyond good and evil. This is something that's controlling the universe, that runs the universe, that's guarding the universe, and I remember saying Abraxas, and then uh, I was able to come down to my body later on, and I can get, I can prove to you why it just wasn't a vision, if you want. There yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here it is. I was doing this ritual, and we're all singing and chanting these songs, and suddenly I, I go into my vision. My aunt, she lived like two houses down, and she had a broken leg. As I was going on my vision, she woke up, and she freaked out. She got into her wheelchair with her broom, was able to get down the <laughs> stairs, go down it, and she went into this uh, Santo Daime church and walked in and went like, Miguel's going too far, wake him up. And somebody came and woke me up, and my aunt was like, I had this feeling I had to wake you up or you would be gone forever. And again, this was in front of like 20 people. So really, it is verified. It is, it's pretty well. I mean, I, I had left my body, that's for sure. And I had seen Abraxas. So I want to do that wild. so badly, dude. If, uh, I want to do. I want to. Yeah. Like, dude, I, I'm sober. But I'm I'm reading the fine print, man, right now. And I like, you know, <laughs> it, psychedelics, you know, breaking the rules. I'm going to get a year set, man, and then I'm going to make a decision because I really want. And you're going to go deep with Daniel Oscar? You're not I'm going to do it all. I mean, if I do it, because nobody sucks dick for ayahuasca, right? Nobody's on the corner going, dude. <laughs> People aren't out there got, like, give me a hit of that yeah, five give me that, off that Dude, frog. I got to see a Braxis, man. I'll suck your dick. No, none of that shit. Sorry. It's a horrible experience doing ayahuasca. It's not fun. Yeah. I, it's, uh, it's... Well, what, 
So, because it's all throwing up and taking all that shit, shit. Yeah, and you got to take a shit. And you throw every up. fear and any any insecurity you have gets just comes at you times ten. Is it? I mean, you is will it? have like ten nervous breakdowns before you have a breakthrough. So, it, ayahuasca, it's like it's a horror. I mean, that's what they used to do with the mystery religions. They bring people down, or Freemasons. They bring them down. They scare them with masks and music, or the Freemasons. They pretend they bury them because. They want you to face, they want you in a state of trauma and horror, which is what they lead to to the public with horror movies and news. So you will just break, you'll go in a state of trauma. But with ayahuasca, with a good shaman or leader or a mystery religion, then they bring you out into, you know, the good place. They show you the goodness of the universe or they try to show you the, you know, the good parts of you. So it's a little bit different. But yeah, with ayahuasca, I would say, Talked, I mean, like my uncle, because he was the head of Santo Dime in Brazil, he's basically a medical doctor. So he's like, he knows exactly what to do and what medicines to take, not to take, and how ayahuasca works with you. So my advice is, yeah, get a good shaman, talk to your, if you have a sponsor, talk, just talk to people before you do anything. And then, it, then it's not a relapse. Yeah. Hey, dude, 100%, man. It is kind of crazy, dude. You know, I've been doing a lot of um, we've I I have two uh, near death experience shows that I've done recently. We're supposed to have another one. I'm very interested in that. Uh, you know, I am getting to the age where, like, I sadly once you hit like forty, you, you know, friends start passing, and uh, not that I, you know. When I do these interviews, anyone listening outside sounds like I'm on a suicide run, but I'm not. Like, I'm just like, what is going on? Like, what is it like? What is Because I really do believe that they scare us so that we don't want to die. Now, nobody wants to die, but the, but the, the fear of like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. This is, this is the most fucking painful thing I'm ever going to go through. And, like, everybody I talk to, they're all like, no, man, it was very peaceful. Time slowed down. And I just kind of did what Miguel said. He like had this, they all talk about this outer body experience where they like, they, they, they were floating and they saw all the stuff. Does that fit into see, any but, of what's but, that? See, but those are like time slows down because it happens so instantly. But like, what if you die through cancer and you see it coming and you've been there for a year? I mean, and you yeah. get the chemo, and you see people next to you. Well, let's you get so into that. Susan We're gonna get Lamb. into that, yeah. but I want because that's a great question. But I, I, but like, does this fit anything into the Gnostics' belief of the realm where we live, what, what who we are, what we represent? And then oh we'll yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, some have said the Nag Hammadi Library is not wasn't discovered by monks. It's actually a funerary text to help guide the souls because a lot of these texts are mostly about astral travel uh going into the realms of the dead and like the egyptians the gnostics knew that once you left your body you were going to meet denizens of the outer world ultimately abraxas perhaps and you needed certain passwords and uh, prayers to get passed through them there's a, a tons of texts that do it so to the Gnostics, leaving your body while alive and traveling the realms was uh, was pretty natural. And they, again, they came from the ancient Egyptian mystery, so this was really part of their thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, the documentation there is about uh, um, near-death experience. There, I, I, I had forgotten, but Carl Jung had a near-death experience when he was like in his 60s. He, uh, he hurt his foot, he went to the doctor, he ended up having a heart attack 
while he was being operated what? and he was clinically dead and he came back and he wrote about it. He was like, this was the most amazing thing. And he never talked bad. Jung was one of those like until then Gnostics who thought the world was fine and harmonious, very different than the ancient Gnostics or Philip K. Dick. But he said, this world is a prison because what I experienced was just amazing. You remember 365, we're at the bottom. He said, whether this is hell or not doesn't matter. What's up there is a infinity times more uh, beautiful or real. And Jung was like, man, this was incredible. I, I wish I could go back. I guess, you know, my mission here is still, still got to do what I got to do. So, I mean, the documentation is all there. Although, I, th- I don't know if you've read the work of Father uh, Malachi. He's a Catholic exorcist. He He's always said, very interesting, that if you have a near-death, if you die, never go to the light, because that's probably an archon or Lucifer. I mean, what does Paul say in the New Testament? Lucifer dresses like an angel of light. I always thought that was interesting, although I haven't uh, really tried it. I, mean, I don't know if you guys seen the new Pixar movie, Soul, when the souls are going up. But people are like, man, they're being zapped in the light. Maybe this film is... Uh, but it's a very occult film when you Yo, talk about for, it. it's Disney, dude. It's like you just can't. Disney just can't. We just have this little place to watch with our kids. Do we have to go, okay, what is going on here? I mean, it's like, it's just like, dude, like, it's just, it's just. And Carl, you makes an appearance in the movie as a cameo. So Disney is just getting more, like you said, he's, uh, they're just not hiding shit anymore. And, and it's all in, but it's like, so they say like, don't go into light. Okay. What do I do? Just hang out in the darkness? Yeah, sounds pretty. Like nice. I ain't going in there. Well, then where are you going? I don't say a prayer. You got to have the magical words oh, like what is Abraxas it? or something from the magical papyri and recite something. Some say Mecca Psalm like a twenty-three. Hot. The Lord is my shepherd. Something that you know gives you magic and power, and then grab onto your ankles and hope for the best. Oh my god. You can no. do that while you're out of body. Yeah, know. that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Have you heard? Have you heard, Sam? This I I know Sam was mentioning this that time is kind of compressed. Have you Have you heard this idea that possibly the afterlife is is it exists entirely in those final seconds of your life, but time is just so compressed that it's like eternity? Have you ever heard that thought? It's, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, Explain that. That you, was way too. You die. Yeah. She didn't understand what you were Definitely saying. Definitely didn't. Understand I got that. it. Well, I think Miguel knows. Uh, something happened with him. That same thing I know scientifically before you die, your brain releases something called glutamine and that actually slows down time. That's why when you're about to get in a car wreck or remember as kids, when we fall off a bike, it seemed like hours before we hit the ground, it releases something and uh, it slows down. So I know uh, scientifically there is that idea of time being uh, manageable or, or subjective, if you would. It happens uh, all the. I've been in a couple. I, there's a there's a short time where I just get in car crashes all the time. Yeah, we've just been like, in the car with you, Sam. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time slows down for everybody in the car with you. It's like a, I've I've felt an dude, entire eternity I, on the way hey, to the dude, forum. I live that transporter life. Okay, that's how I got to get there. I don't care where we're going. I'm gonna get you there. But um, you know, when you're like, it just slows down. So this also happened to me when I was like. I had a like a brief like week run on those scooters where you could just like get it with your your phone and drive it around. <laughs> I remember. This. Yeah, and a- I was just driving, and there was a, 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 a guy stepped at the wrong time, 
There was a curb. I couldn't get it. So I hit the brakes and my top. And dude, everything just went slow. And I go, and I remember just going, oh, dude, I'm about to go face first into this concrete. <laughs> well, boom. And I hit. And I think I think we should point out too. It wasn't those stand up scooters that are a little tricky. <laughs> he was on like the, the little bicycle said. ones. Yeah, that you okay, sit on. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but there are a couple weird things about that. One was it slowed down. Two, not one person in traffic stopped to see if I was okay. Literally, they bystander saw him go over the top the and just like effect. keep driving. Got to get home. I'm like, I could be bleeding out here. One dude came up and go and hand me handed me a napkin and just walked off. I'm As like, you're okay. good Samaritan, right there. Everybody else is just bystander effect, you know. But and, it is and, interesting. And it slows down. It slows down. Are there any? Uh, you know, we hear about Abraxas, and are there any other like interesting gods out there that you like? Oh, I love this. It's almost like is it almost like Marvel comics where everyone has their favorite superhero? Is there like <laughs> it a, should be. Is there like you a cool ass god? Like, hey, dude, we should be worshiping this guy. He's the god of like eight balls and stuff like that. Like, is there any god out there that's like cool like that? Or like, yeah, not I eight mean, balls, uh, obviously, yeah. but. Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, uh, I obviously have uh, an interest in, in Hermes or Hermes Trismegistos from Hermeticism and Gnosticism. As I often say, say this is the age of Hermes because uh, Hermes is the god of the mind, but he's the trickster god too. And there is, uh, and that's the perfect representation of our mind today. Our mind can reason, but also our mind can play the worst tricks in our head. As uh, they say, Hermes can lead the way or lead astray. He's the god of tr- of transition, of doorways. He's the messenger of heaven and earth. He's the god of innovation. At the same time, Hermes in his shadow side, he's uh, again a trickster. He's a god of greed. He's the god, you might say, the ultimate god of shit posting. And I even say, Hermes <laughs> really is the, the god of America because that's an American for you right there. The best and the worst of an American is Hermes. So, and obviously, Hermes has been a patron to the Hermetics, the Alchemists, the Occultists. I mean, he's been. Uh, He's the god of the of the secret, of the magician, of the astrologer, of everything. And he's had a long history, and he obviously, Hermeticism influenced the founding fathers, the Rosicrucians, the Freemasons. So Hermes is an important god, and I keep saying Hermes is the only god that's going to save this country as we accept him as our Lord and Savior, because he really represents our country and was here founding our country. So so is he is is he a good guy or a bad guy or is he just like both? Well, trickster gods are that's a problem with trickster gods. Whether it's Prometheus or the Coyote, they are helpers of humanity, but they like to play jokes on humans to keep them on their toes. So ultimately, they're beneficial. I mean, you might as well ask is. Is my mind my friend or my enemy? Sometimes my mind is my greatest friend. Sometimes, man, I, I can delude myself. Into it. As a recovering addict, you know how it is. We can just imagine bullshit that doesn't exist. And you see that all over in the media, I mean, or on the Internet. People just, they're not seeing reality or they're seeing the same thing with different interpretations. I mean, uh, it's incredible how our minds can deceive us, but it's also what heights our minds can take us. And again, Hermes really represents this God because that's who he was and that's who he's been around since uh, since he was worshipped, you know, in ancient Egypt, even before Greek civilization. 
you know, there's this whole notion in, in the conspiracy world that, you know, louche, do you know louche and all the louche that comes? Louche is basically our energy and that there's this group of people that feed off our negative energy. Uh, and, you know, like you're talking about archons. Can archons be people? Can they be like, can Bill Gates in that fucking sweater be a fucking uh, archon? Well, he certainly will work for the Archons, I mean, uh, in a conscious or an unconscious way. I mean, the Archons, their job is to keep the energy of this universe, to keep our divine spark down, whether it's uh, like in the Gnostic Gospels, creating a false paradise like Eden to trap Adam and Eve, which is our material consumer world, whether it's to keep us uh, ignorant of our origins, whether it's to uh, terrorize us. Again, the flood and all that is way that the archons do to keep us in a state of trauma. That's all they do. And of course they have their underlings who will, they will reward with, uh, you know, all this power and immortality if they can. Uh, and is, do, do they make deals do the elites make deals with these archons or is it generational? They're born into it. They're traumatized into uh, becoming psychopaths and working for the archons or do archons approach these people with, you know, milk and honey and they're like, <laughs> Hey man, I'm going to take the, I'll take the deal. Or like, is it like, let's make a deal. Are you going to, are you going to take this gig or behind door number five? And then it's like, you know, whatever dreams you've ever had, but you got to like be, like just crush humanity with a virus, right? Like that we're going through <laughs> exactly. right now. Probably a little bit of both. I mean, they've obviously been working with them. I mean, uh, we have uh, data of occult practices with nobles throughout history. So yeah, they definitely are working with them and they are definitely aware of them. I think it's a, a secret that probably these very powerful, rich families keep and they slowly bring you into them. And once you're in, that's it, you're in. They've taken your... They've taken your soul, they've taken your energy, and you have to uh, do what they say. It's uh, again In the Gnostic Gospels, it's really Abraxas and one of them who is able to redeem himself and join Sophia. So that's definitely how they operated and have been operating since the, since the beginning of time. I love how you say conspiracy theories. I don't know when the show is coming out, but uh, right now my wife who's in queue is like, the storm is finally here. After, after years of me telling her, you know, <laughs> he's suddenly redeemed today on January the 6th. So. It's interesting. We're going to get into that a little later. And I'd like to, because a lot of stuff we're talking about is going on right now, whether it's the virus, whether it's like, you know, we've had Whitney Webb on before. She's been oh, telling she's us about, uh, you know, like their whole gig is to get everybody to not believe in um did not believe in the electoral process, which will c cause complete and utter breakdown and chaos. Uh, and it seems like they're winning on that. Like, you know, it's like I take breaks from uh, all the mainstream media and I, I very rare. I will never turn on. It happens to be in a house that I'm walking into. And and I like I talk about it all the time. It's like if you ever quit McDonald's. You ever had, like not have McDonald's for like a couple months and then all of a sudden Everywhere. you have like a cheeseburger from McDonald's you're like oh my god this is the worst thing I've ever done to myself that's like how I feel about when I watch the news and it's so catering like they just said they're going to bring out uh 
BLM's thinking about starting their own news site. Like, now everybody is getting the news they want to hear, not that they need to hear. So nobody's going to be on the same page ever. Is that how you felt when you left Twitter and you came back for a little bit? Because you were gone for like the end of the year. Yeah, well, and then you came back I'm and when you're like, holy shit, off it. But yeah, it's wait, just what's t- what? What are you saying is the answer though? It's not going back to Walter Cronkite, just kind of handing down no, the, the 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 notations from on high, right? I mean, no, what? the real answer is don't watch any of it. Okay. Don't watch any of it. But we, I, uh, yeah, just get informed what from the citizenry, like citizen journalists. That no, here's Nothing. what you do, dude. You uh you just live in the moment. That's my real thing. I mean, like, like, dude. Doesn't, doesn't that make it too easy for the government to just pull the wool over our eyes, though, and do whatever the hell they want? I mean. Well, Johnny, maybe you just got spent. Like, there there are websites where people work really hard to get the truth out. You have oh, to well, use. Well, that's what I'm saying. Use those. In, not, yeah, like, you, you, uh, what okay. Whitney yeah. Webb. I like the Epoch Times, but there's some shadiness with that, they say. So, I mean, it's just like, it's just like whatever the answer is, dude, it's going to involve a lot of work. And, like, you going through it to get to it. Because if it's really easy, it's probably being rigged. That's just my honest opinion. You know, when we look at, like, Instagram and we can just see girls shaking their asses and it just hits our dopamine. Like, that's being done purposefully, on my opinion. You know, to get, the, to, like, steal our louche, steal our focus. You know, uh, you know, it's like uh, the information we take in is food for our soul, food for our brains, and that we're eating rot. Some people listening to this podcast might say I'm part of that, you know, but I don't agree with that. I think this podcast is crushing it right now, okay? <laughs> but my point is, like, you got to go through it. You've got to find it. It's, it's hard work. Like, to get in shape, you have to work out. You can't do, like, four-minute abs and think you're going to have a fucking ripped fucking stomach it's like you gotta go through it man you just got to go through it so so here we are we we have this uh we're, we're living in this realm it's the prison realm we got a, a bunch of deities bunch of uh entities around us you know i mean do you believe in the age of aquarius that we're in this age of enlightenment and what does that mean if you do believe in that no, I don't believe in that shit. Oh, man. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know if anything, maybe we are going through an apocalypse, but uh, uh, I wish I could be more positive. I think humans are going to human, gods are going to gods, and uh, all we can do is know ourselves, uh, know our place in history, and do the best we can to help others. I mean, I think you're right. Uh if we take an inner journey and we find out who we are and we are in a state of stillness in between the places, uh, then we will be able to cut through the bullshit out there and see what's true, or at least very much what's beneficial. It's it's interesting because when Carl Jung did a seven sermons of the dead, it seemed like he put Abraxas as the ultimate God, but then came out even recently with his red book, these notes, and he puts Abraxas almost as in a negative light. He, he compares Abraxas to arrows, which is the, in the ancient times, arrows is uh, an important God because he is the energy that binds things together, whether it's a cosmic cloud or the gravity of planets or uh, a man and a woman coming together or mating or atoms. He is what keeps the universe together. But what keeps the universe together is also going to destroy you. Uh, 
that's just the way it is. And I think Jung sees that as a negative thing. And he says, Jung even says, Abraxas is the one who crucified Jesus, who killed Jesus. But then in one place, he says, uh, how do you defeat Abraxas, who's like the force? You know, he's like the god of the, the Sith or something. Uh, he says, you have to be crucified in between all places. You have to just sit there still in a crucified position while death swirls around you, the universe and death, and then you'll find salvation. So my point after this long rant is we have to find those liminal places where we are no longer in the game, as you're saying, Sam, where we are beyond karma, beyond the force, beyond uh, the power of arrows, which is the desire and attraction to the world. I think that's pretty much the one only way to do it. How so? I mean, where do we start? With yourself. Find out who you are. Most of what we are, are most of who we are is a lie. I think 99% of what I am is a program construct. Sometimes I'm doing this and I'm like, I'm just like my dad. Well, who is my dad? Why did I, you know, uh, what has been indoctrinated by my church, by my uh by education. Is my accent even real? Where did I get this stupid accent? And so you have to find out who you really are and what your purpose is, how you can benefit others in this world. What your, you know, as they say in Thelema, your, your true will. I think all of us have a purpose to heal the universe. It's about finding, but we have to dig through all these layers of bullshit. Not only do we have 365 dimensions up there, we probably got 365 dimensions within us. So it's quite Damn, a heroic dude. task, but it's worth it. And it's like you said, it's it's better than being distracted with CNN or Fox or all that. It's, it's a, a worthy adventure. Damn. You know, they talk about how pornography hits dopamine-like things. I think the news does that too. I think the news... Uh, because we're, we're, we all work in cubicles. I'm sitting in a chair. This is my job. I'm talking. Some people are cubicles. Some people go to a construction site. Some people are driving in cop cars, whatever it is, you know, we're very far away from our, 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 our basic, you know, um, caveman life, right? Which is, you know, uh, hunting and, and gathering and all that stuff. And, you know, do we go out into the force of hunting? Is it today the day that the animal gets me and I don't get the animal and that fight and flight? But, man, with the news, you can be in your cubicle watching the news and, man, your fight and flight is getting getting just tap, 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 a little dopamine, me, a little dopamine, man. Man, if you don't do this, it's like, the listen, I'm not sure what your opinion on masks are, and I'm totally fine with what you ever want to believe. But, like, dude, put on your mask. Like, the way people yell at people is like, dude, I'm saving lives. Like, they're fucking an action hero. Like, there's a bomb on this bus. Like, that's what like they that's what they think they're doing right there because they've been in this, this thing that is this energy, and it's like their fight and flight isn't because someone doesn't have a mask on. Oh my god! And then they're talking. No, yeah, but it goes it goes the other way around too. There was some people walking around the fucking malls yelling at people with masks on that they're fucking idiots. So it goes both ways. Yeah, but the point like, is, yeah. it's like that is that touch. Like you're just poking. We've yeah. said this before, but I I believe in it wholeheartedly. Like, are there haunted houses in Haiti? Do people go to haunted houses in Haiti? <laughs> right. I mean, hey. Dude, having a haunted house is a very first world problem. You are going somewhere 
to be scared, right? Where everyone else is like, yeah, the earthquake and uh, just destroyed everybody's house and I lost all my family. Like, I don't want to go in there. It's all my family spirits, right? You know, it's like like horror films to me are very first world things. Like, you know, people like uh, slasher films and stuff like that where like in parts of the world where people are dying. Dude, you go outside like Brazil, you could get fucking robbed and shot. Dude, try to. Why, why do you think they don't go to the concentration camps for haunted places? Because it don't fucking work there. You, you, someone would be pulling That's, your leg every I've never five thought seconds. of that. Someone would be pulling your legs why every five seconds. Why wouldn't the concentration they camp? I mean, they don't let you do that. The, <laughs> you can't walk into they, like... They did at the comedy store. <laughs> I know, but the comedy store is a little bit different than, than Birkenau, you know? I mean, they're not going to let you film Ghosts Ghost Unlimited there or whatever. <laughs> what if they did, though? Dude, that'd be... That'd but debunk the point that'd debunk is, them. it's like... You know, we, we, we are so far from our, 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 our bodies are still wired and in caveman, but we're so far from it. And our spirits are still, our souls are still part of the universe that we have to get our fix somehow. And people like, they just love to be scared. And these, and these archons feed off that they feed off this energy. This, this virus is a, is Global torture. It's torture on a global level. I mean, do we we're we're going crazy here. England, they can't even go out and get their mail. Fuck. Right? I mean it's and then we see pictures of all the elites partying and dancing. And it's like you said earlier, it's like rules for thee and not for me. And I just don't understand why people can't see that. Or I mean You've been on a flight. You have to be six part, six part apart to get checked out to the security check. Yeah. But then you stand with them right yeah, next to each other. Yeah, you just sit on each other, right? Makes no fucking sense. Like, are we that stupid? You're like, dude, this dog is like in my guts right now. Could you get the Siberian Husky fucking emotional dog uh, to not take a shit in like aisle 26C, please? <laughs> it's just very interesting, dude. It's just very so. You have these conversations on your show, and like I could listen to you talk forever. And like, how do you deal with the just going into the rest of the world? Because it just seems so far away from what you what you're talking about. Yeah, well, I think uh, many of my views have certainly been vindicated. And when, as a friend, say these are Gnostic times, I think it's obvious there are some archonic forces. Reality ain't what she used to be. Seems to be very brittle. Our psyches are very brittle and fragmented. So uh, these are certainly Gnostic times. But and but I mean, my passion is the same as yours. I. I I want to spread this information out so that people can make up their own damn choice. Uh, if you listen to something with Crowley or Sufism or Kabbalah, if it strikes to you and helps you wake up and you can seek your own destiny, your own path, your own uh, expanded consciousness, then going for it. Although there are times when, you know, I'll be doing all these interviews and I'm suspend my disbelief because I want to be as open minded with the guests and they'll be talking about this and that, and somebody will talk about reincarnation, and I'm against reincarnation. They'll talk about the Knights Templar, and one will talk about the assassins, and after about a few weeks, I'm like, shit, what do I believe in? It all sounds so good. It's like yeah. a buffet table of wonderful ideas. So Is it possible, Miguel, all of it's happening? 
I hope so. That'd like, be nice. Like, is it possible that the Democrats are satanic pedophiles and the fucking Republicans are cutthroat scumbags? Right. Like, like each side wants to say about the other side. Is it? Is I think oh, it's yeah, all yeah, no things doubt. are possible. Yeah, I think what you said is pretty common sense. That's obvious that both sides are less than what they are, and they're both working with each other to really take the resources and destroy the middle class and just drain whatever energy they can from the environment and our, our very souls. I think that's obvious. I, I You know, uh, I, 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 I'm, in the, I'm a true capitalist, dude. I, I believe in capitalism. I do believe you got to set up a couple things to keep the, the incredibly rich psychopaths from fucking destroying everybody. Uh, but I, you know, I'm not, I'm not into, uh, any of these, um, you know, I, I don't like, uh, uh, fee of entry stuff like that. I'm not into that. I don't think if I want to put a porch on my house, I need 90 permits from the, the County to get it done. Like, I don't believe in any of that. Okay. I think, uh, you really want to level everything. No free of entry in my opinion, but I, 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 I think whether it's capitalism, socialism, it's all authoritarianism, right? But I'm looking at like these people who are pushing socialism, Marxism right now. And what I'm seeing is a bunch of rich kids who have so much money that this shit isn't ever going to affect them. That they're going to be so high above the fray of, of all these lockdowns and what socialism, the taxes and all this shit, that they're going to have the best accountants and they're going to find a way to get out of all this shit. And that's why they love socialism. Because it sounds really cool because they feel really guilty about how rich they are. And like, and when you actually talk to people who went through socialist era, and now we can talk about whether the United States has purposely crippled these countries that, that uh, you know, put socialism into work so it would never work so everyone would complain about it but i mean if you take a look at the people who actually come from marxist countries they'll tell you fuck that noise florida. i don't want anything to do with that florida that's what happened in florida florida's a marxist country no all the people from cuba and all those places figured out that it didn't work over there yeah. and that's why they went way republican and they were like what the fuck would happen there it's because all those people that came from social Socialist places were like, yo, we're not going back to that. We don't yeah, want this country I totally, to become that. Uh, it's just unbelievable. But again, it's like, you know, it, it's like, uh, and this might not be in your, your, your expertise, Miguel, but it's like when Malcolm X and the Unabomber both tell you <laughs> rich liberals are fucking a threat to freedom, there's something to that. And then it gets into how many of these rich kids are like traumatized from their families and just are into low frequency shit because it's like I don't know. Are you into high frequency entities, low frequency entity? Does that mean anything? Is that resonate with you at all? Yeah, yeah. But I think what you're saying, I think, is hundred percent right. I mean, if if you look at the like when the Bolshevik Revolution and socialism was hot or trendy or was coming out, it was a lot of the oligarchs like J.P. Morgan and all those guys who were really into communism. Why? Because they knew that in this system that's centralized, ultimately there's going to be a few people in power who are going to control everything. And they wanted to be those people in power. And I think even today you probably have a few oligarchs with the pandemic and uh, the move to socialism. They're, they're trying to position themselves to be at the top of the food chain. I think that's 
I, it's the natural progression of socialism. Unless I'm, unless I'm wrong somewhere, I've missed some country. Let me where know. it all worked out. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. Maybe, I mean, they say maybe Denmark and Sweden, although those countries are the first ones to say we're not socialists. We just have very strong safety nets for our citizens. We care about our people, but we're not socialists. So, yeah. And you know, dude, and I think our country's biggest strength is our diversity. We have a wonderful melting pot of people and they have straight up weaponized it. So, and you just have a bunch of people who are really upset with where they are in their life being told by people they see on TV, you're getting fucked by that person who's always on your level, by the way. It's always your level or below. It's never like, let's take a shot. The guy's at the top. And I just think it's interesting. So as we end this, uh, I want to ask, if someone loves this stuff that you're talking about and this like enlightenment and how to kind of talk about looking within, where would you start? Is there a book uh, was there an episode of your show that they should start with? Like, where would you, where would somebody start this journey? Man, I, I this is where I could never be a guru or a teacher because I always tell people you got to find out for yourself. I'm as soon as that, somebody dude. tells you this is the path or ABC, I mean, I agree with Alan Moore. We all have a different spiritual DNA. But if you are interested in Gnosis, which is Gnos- the direct experience with the higher realms and a realization yes. of uh, the, the the matrix that our world really is, uh, I would for me it was really a lot of Philip K. Dick, like his Valis trilogy and some of his writings on Gnosticism. It was doing ayahuasca. It was reading the Nag Hammadi Library all together. Uh, pretty much did it. I was seeking, and suddenly the answers would come to me. I didn't know while I was studying about Gnosticism, I flew to my homeland of Portugal that my uncle had opened an ayahuasca. These things start to uh, appear in front of you as you are searching. Of course, I advise people to go listen to my podcasts and uh, see some of my earlier shows if they subscribe, or they just message me and they want, hey, I want an introduction uh a book or show on Gnosticism on, or something that speaks to me. Some, it might be the Sufis. It might be the Cathars. It might be Carl Jung. It might be the, the Persian assassin. So you just message me or check out my site and, you know, try reading some of the, the Gnostic gospels. If, for example, if you're coming from a Christian background, read the gospel of Thomas, because it's very similar to the canonical gospels. If you are, uh, Muslim, I'd say go read some Rumi because that's more you, you'll be able. Or if you're Jewish, we'll start reading some of the Kabbalah, like uh, Isaac Luria or some of those other cats. So it depends where you're coming from and what uh, you want to see. I mean, for some people, it might be just uh, watching The Matrix, that great Gnostic <laughs> Gospel, or The Truman Show, or one or Westworld, or one of those uh, Gnostic films. Uh, for others, it might be something different, depending again where you're coming from and who you are. Well, man, Miguel, you know, we're very early into this uh, 2021, but you are on the Mount Rushmore at this point. You, you're only the second guest, <laughs> so it's hard not to be, but you are great at it. Uh, <laughs> the uh, year is going great. The year is going great. <laughs> um, but, man, it's always an honor to talk to you. I could talk to you forever, and uh, I, this is stuff I love. I like People always ask me, like, what's your favorite topic? It has to be ancient knowledge and uh, occultism i just i just think it's 
it's the most important stuff to talk about because you, you can see it being played out right in front of your eyes. Like the elites know what, what they're doing. And it's been handed down from, you know, family member, the family member for a very long time. And those who are willing to sell their soul, uh, get some of that knowledge. So, uh, I think it's very interesting. One more time, Miguel. Can you tell them where they could find your podcast? Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Always enjoyed it. And, all the uh, time. All the time. It's great hanging out with you guys. And yes, uh, thegodabovegod.com and uh, the podcast is Aeon by Gnostic Radio. You can mess if you have any questions on how to find out about Gnosticism or something, just uh, contact me and I'll be glad to show you the way. So, uh, yeah, let's get out of this. Uh, Let's move up those 365 dimensions. I'm in, dude. I'm all about that. Thank you, Miguel Connor, for coming on. Thank you all for listening. Uh, it's been a crazy day. Uh, I to, to Listen to me, man. I have friends in uh, in, in D.C., man. Uh, I, I'm just not. I'm turning it all off, dude. You're not getting my loosh, you <laughs> fucking archons. You're not getting my yeah. loosh. You guys are the best. I love you, Swarm. We'll see you again soon. Take care. We, we go deep, homeboy. <laughs> Open your mind. <laughs> Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. <laughs> That's some interdimensional shit. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.